You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. Chiefs are back on the practice field for training camp on Monday. We heard from head coach Andy Reid, tight end Travis Kelsey, running back Isaiah Pacheco, and cornerback Jalen Watson. We'll go in that order, starting with Andy Reid, followed by Travis Kelsey. After that, we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll wrap things up with Isaiah Pacheco and Jalen Watson. Here's Andy Reid. Injuries go. Uh, Blake Bell has a hip flexor that happened in the game. And then Lucas um, is still has a knee deal. And then... Um, Bucker has a sore ankle, so we let uh, Reed kick today and, and do that and, and go with it. Other than that, uh, we came out pretty good from, uh, from the game. It was good to play in the game. It, you know, we, wanna, we go in, we want to win the game. I mean, that's, this is America, man. That's what we, that's what we do, right? So um, I'm disappointed that that didn't take place. But I like the experience that the young guys got. And, um, and, and we'll keep giving... Uh, some of these guys, uh, some experience here with these preseason games. Uh, I think that's important. And then it was good to see the ones and, and the twos there uh, jump in and do some good things, right? So there were some good things that came out of that um, as we went. And uh, always room to be better, uh, but we got some quality snaps in on both sides of the ball. And I thought our guys uh, played at a decent level for right now so and, and did well. All right, with that, uh, time's yours. Coach, you made some initial roster trimmings today, uh, and one of the names that stands out to me is a guy like Lonnie Johnson. When you trade for a guy and you release a veteran this, at this point in training camp, what does that say about your confidence level in the young guys that are behind them? Yeah, so I, uh, it does. I mean, it says that you, you have some trust. We've got to get better. We've got to keep getting better. But um, we, do have, we do see the potential there uh, for that. So I think that's, uh, uh, that's important. And uh, Lonnie will hook on with somebody else. It gives him a chance to get with another team and and uh, do his thing there. I don't. They're still going through. A, you know, these hip flexors aren't. This particular one that he had is a little bit unusual. So they're going through and kind of looking at it and seeing where we go with it. But I'll have more later for you. Yeah, you're right. When you look at the tape, who jumped out at you? Maybe somebody you didn't notice from the sideline that you looked at on tape and you were really impressed. Yeah, I, listen, I'm not going to pick one person. I, I the, You guys saw the game. So you saw guys that either had a lot of catches that haven't been here before. You've seen uh, some of the pressures that we had from the defensive side, um, you know, so and, and breakups on balls. I, uh, but to pick one person, I'm not going to – I can't do that right now. No, it actually happened on the on his touchdown. He just, yeah, it actually happened there, and uh, um, you know he felt like he could still go, and and uh, he went back in. Then he went down. <clears throat> so, you know, it, um, but we'll get it. He'll get fixed up and go. You know, I mean, we'll see how that whole thing goes. 
I don't think so. I don't think so. I think he'll he'll be okay. Yeah, Juan did good. Uh, Tommy had some family things he had uh, to take care of, so he wasn't here. So Juan jumped in. It was good work for him, and <clears throat> you know he got. Uh, I thought he did a nice job. You know, both those two. I thought you know Reed did a nice job too. Yeah, you know he got some good work in. Um, we're kind of monitoring him like we did Carlos and like the other guys that came in. So um, we just gave him part of the practice. Uh, he's a big body that's a good athlete, you know, and uh, he's had a lot of good downs in this, you know, uh, in this league. And so um, he was out there, and Brett wanted to add a little more in there, so he, he brought him in. So I think it's a it's a good addition. You, you know. Similarities from when you were playing? Him? Danny? Yeah. Uh, no, I was a lot smaller when I played. <laughs> I think I could probably fit in one of his legs right there. He's a big man. Andy, uh, as you decide how much the starters play over these next two games, how much of a factor is it that you do have some new pieces, especially on offense? How much is that Yeah, you? the starters having a chance to play a little bit more. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, we normally take it up to a half or a quarter and a half, you know, that type of thing. So we'll, we'll see where it goes. And, um, you know, I, I like what we got in the other day. The old line had a couple series. Pat had a series. Chad had a series. And it, it was, I was comfortable with that. Uh, competition at right tackle, I mean, how's that been? And hard specifically, how's that been? Yeah, so I tell you, um, Andrew's probably, you know, he's, he's doing a nice job. So <clears throat> we're, we're pretty – we're excited about him and the way he's playing. Um, and then the other guys are, are, are trying to chase him. So uh, uh, it's good competition, and we'll, we'll see how it all works out. But Andrew did a nice job for us last year when he had a chance, and he's done well for us now. So. Have you seen Greece Fountain maybe take steps offensively from what he saw last year? Yeah, it was good to get him back in there and get some work in. And uh, I think he's more comfortable with the offense. Um, he's a tough kid. Uh, he had a couple nice grabs, you know, so uh, in traffic and did a, did a good job holding on the ball. So uh, just keep progressing, right? That's that's where we're at right now. We still have a few weeks here that <clears throat> we got to keep getting better with. Andy, what do you enjoy most about vanilla game planning for a preseason game yeah. um, when probably fans are more interested in seeing what you guys will eventually get to in September? Yeah, well, we have so many plays in right now. That's what you have to understand. So we, we overload the guys with plays. I mean, we've, we've had now 12 installs, right? So uh, with 20, pl 20 pass routes going in and, uh, you know, 10 run plays going in. And so uh, all of a sudden you have this whole big volume of plays. So what we try to do is cut it down. You, you can't feasibly use all of those and expect the guys to go out and execute in a game with that. So we cut it down so that they can actually go perform at a high level. Um, and, and we can do better with, with what we showed the other night. And that's, that was the thing with the, that third group and the fourth guys that came in. The execution there, they, they have to feel that urgency to knock that thing out and, and understand it and master it in the couple of days that they, they have to, to review it. And, and so my thing is, I, I, why do I like it? Because you have an opportunity to see what their talents are. Um, at the same time, they've got to be able to, in that 30 so seconds, um, figure out what the play is, get up and go. And 
and perform it at a high level. Andy, uh, Pacheco made a couple really nice catches, like over his head, his hand. I mean, did you guys know he had that kind of pass catching ability coming out, or has it been even more impressive than you expected? Well, we thought he had it, so you never know till you, till you get him, right? Uh, but um, yeah, that that one catch he had down on our sideline in the red zone, I, or took him into the red zone there. I thought that was a it was a heck of a catch, and then it was a nice run after the catch. So, uh, but. We thought he could do it, and he's showing it out here. We just keep on going. Yeah. Coach, you, you talked about before uh, seeing the young guys in, in preseason games, not making sure that the lights don't get too bright for them, uh, specifically uh, Pacheco, uh, Moore, and also Karlofkis. Uh, even coming down to Pacheco wanting to wear the number 10, how do you know that these guys, you know, that confidence is very high? Yeah, they um, and they showed. I mean, they, they, they the bright lights didn't get to them. I, I thought... Um, you know, the guys you just mentioned there, um, you know, probably throw McDuffie in the mix too with that, right? So, I mean, all those guys, I thought uh, they they handled it and um, and were able to show. So, that's a that's a plus. And I don't know, I don't know why they're so confident, but I'm glad they are, right? We, uh, Veach, uh, Veach did a good job with that. Can you tell the difference between guys that know that they're going to be here and then guys that are kind of like on that board? They all seem to be hungry, which I appreciate. Um, and you better be with the competition. So uh, if not, we'll remind you. So we'll give you an understanding there. Last two. Coach, uh, I know the versatility for your offensive line is always important, especially the back. Nick Allegretti, how's he look at the center? Does he look comfortable? And yeah. How hard is that snap yeah. you know, with so many shotguns? <laughs> yeah, no, he – we're comfortable with him in there, um, and he can do the guard stuff. He's also that that extra tight end position that we use him in and on goal line short yardage. But he's a real smart kid and um, can handle all that aptitude wise. So um, he's got quite a bit on the plate. Last one. He took a lot of snaps on special teams and on defense, and still in the fourth quarter making plays. Leo Chanel. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, listen, I thought he, he made a ton of tackles out there. You know, he was involved with a ton of tackles. He always seemed to be around the ball. Um, I liked the effort that he put in, and, and he was accurate with, with the defenses that were called at that time. So I thought he did a nice job. All right. Thank you. Okay, Thanks, good. Guys. Yep, yep. You know, I think uh, I think we all kind of came out with the same mentality. We got to be able to finish that game and, and win that game, right? Um, but outside of that, it was fun to see a guy like Sky Moore go out there and make some big plays. Um, you know, a guy like uh, George Karlofagus, <laughs> as I like to call him, uh, go out there and make some plays and get hype. You know, the, Seeing those kind of guys go out there and get a, get their first taste of some real NFL football, uh, see see how excited they got, see their determination and their how how they get locked in before a game. You know, it's fun. It's fun to see because I, I remember being in those shoes. You remember being in those shoes. So how, how much do you embrace the the uh, mentorship side? Of you? Oh man, I love it. I love it. I love being there for these guys, and I just uh, I think it comes with just being a good teammate, man. Being um being a voice of reason or just somebody they can bounce ideas off of knowing that I've been here a few years, and specifically uh, here in St. Joe, you know, it, it can be a drag every now and then, you know, trying to get through the dog days of football. So uh, I just try and be there for everybody, man, not just the young guys. In this practice, look like uh, Patrick thought that might have gotten a little crabby. Um, how do you like seeing some of the fire and the trip? 
You have to. You got to have that. That's how you get better, man. That's how you. And Fenton's a, one of our best competitors, one of our best DBs. Um, he gets after it, and, and and you know that's what uh, that's what I love about this game, man. You get another chance to line it up and get after get, get after a guy in the next play, and uh, you know if you, if you don't have that during practice, you know the competitive juice has got to get going. You got to have that, man. You got to have guys getting excited or getting pissed off that uh, you know they're not uh, they're not winning. You like seeing that fire from Patrick in particular in practice where he does get a little vocal. I'd see it from Pat every every game that we play on and off the field, man. He's just a competitor, natural competitor, man. Wide outs and tell you you guys are going to be okay. I mean, we got a deep group. We got a deep group of wideouts. We got a lot of guys that can fly downfield, um, and we have uh, we have some guys that, that that play physical football, um, and that's what you want out of the wide receiver group. Guys that are going to be able to block in the run game, and guys that are going to be able to go up top and make plays when the ball's in the air. Uh, this offense is uh, it's special, man. It puts you in a in a in a in a position to have success. And a lot of and a lot of times, you know, all you got to do is just do your job and. Uh, and, and play to your best ability, and, you know, the rest is history. Talking about playing to your best ability, it seems like every time I'm looking up, I see Noah Gray making the play left and the right. What are oh, you yeah. seeing out of him in the second year? He's a stud, man. I'm, I'm just happy that, you know, he's he's taking it and he's being a professional, uh, you know, just a professional on and off the field. And the way he car- he carries himself in the locker room, how he carries himself out here, um, you know, it's something that everybody can learn from, you know, and it, it and how he's always accountable. It's because he knows what he's doing. He knows what, what's going on around him. He's not just thinking about himself. He's thinking about the team aspect or what the offense is trying to do. And um, I mean, he, his career is just going to keep excelling. You're just going to keep seeing him showing up and making plays. Travis, we talked to Andy earlier. You mentioned he's put in, the coaches have put in 12 installs so far. You've been through each of Andy's camps here. What's it been like for you to just see each install throughout camp as you start to get a feel for how the offense might come together? Yeah, I mean, uh, every season's different. Every every group of players that we have is different. That's why I think the offense always has those little tweaks. Um, and I've I've had the fortune of seeing all the all the things kind of turn over and uh, and and change. And um, I I I think that naturally I get excited every single week to see what's new in this offense, uh, knowing that the possibilities are endless. The type of players that we have here, man, we can do so much with it that uh, that it's just um, it's. Kind of like pick your poison, and I know Coach Reed has a blast with doing that too. So it's uh, it's exciting, man. I, I just I I accept the challenge of having so much uh, to you know put on myself. There's so much put on us to be able to go out there and perform, but it's only to, to our advantage if we get it down. As a follow-up, that you've been there all the years with Andy Reed. I mean, how much has the you know if you were to go back and look at your first year's playbook? And, you know, how, how how far has it evolved? And I mean, it's. I want to say it's I want to say it's night and day, man. But uh, when we when I first got here, we um we had I think Dwayne Bow and and Jamal Charles. I mean those were our two weapons that that we knew we could go to. Um, and with those two, it was just like a lot of the stuff that we were doing was run game stuff, and it was play action. And outside of that, it was Alex Smith was really good at running two two minute tempo or a turbo tempo where we would get up to the line, and uh, that whole package has changed. Um, so it's uh, it's night and day different from when I first got here. Uh, I, I definitely was uh, more hand in the ground uh, tight end back then, but now it's uh, it's evolved to you know we can get that ball, you know anywhere on the field at any moment, and um, you know it's exciting. Has there, there been a significant amount of changes you feel like you know without asking you to give anything away from last year to this year because of the new, new guys? Um, I wouldn't say that. I would say there's a lot more personnel to put guys in certain situations. Um, in terms of the turnover of offense, I mean, you're always going to have new stuff. I mean, that's just Coach Reed's kind of – that's what he specializes at, right, is 
is making you think about what we've shown on film and what we could possibly run out of it. So I think uh, we just keep uh, evolving like that and we'll, just, we'll be just fine. How much, this growth offensively, how much of this growth offensively is Pat's maturity? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, it's, a, it's the whole offense in general. You know, you put a lot more accountability on the O-line for being together for a whole nother year. Uh, having that much more chemistry together. And then on top of that, what Pat's able to do is just, you know, keep developing. He just keeps finding ways to get better as a quarterback. And, um, yeah, that, that, that by far is uh, is what's made this offense take off and go into more of a passing offense than, than what we had in the past, for sure. able to do a lot maybe that he couldn't have done earlier in his career? That's hard to say, man. Uh, I've, I've always thought he uh, – He's been one of the smartest guys I've, I've ever been around on the football field, whether it's just playing off of natural instincts or actually knowing what the defense is doing. Um, I'll leave that up to him to tell you. But I, I think that uh, he's, he's had a lot to do with – or his, his development over the offseasons has got a lot to do with just, um, you know, taking it to that next step, you know, whether it's uh, the next read or, or understanding what the defense is doing so you know where to go even more precise with the ball instead of just feeling out the defense. I, I really see that out of him this camp more than any. Every year, Coach gives you guys the ability to be creative, come up with new things and try new things. Your thoughts on Justin Reed kicking the field? Man, the more you can do, man. It's uh, it's cool. And I think uh, I think he took all the reps today, right? Um, missed a few. Got to tighten that up. Can't have any misses out there. But, uh, you know, I think uh, Justin's one of those guys where anything he can do to help this team win, he's going to do. And that's definitely one of them. He, he's, he's having a lot of fun with it, too. Um. I wouldn't say I was mesmer. I was more impressed by the, just the 65-yard. I didn't, I, you know, that's power. That's 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 a certain, you know, leg power that you'd really don't see out of out of a lot of guys, especially non-kickers. But um, I would uh, I would say, you know, I wasn't like blown away by by him being able to kick a field goal. I've, I know a few guys that have gone up there and kicked one, you know, to save us save us from running sprints one time. So, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. In your career, have you had another coach that's given you guys the ability to be creative and just try things? No, I mean I've only been here, but outside of outside of um, Coach Reed, it's uh, you know you have to build that trust. It's not just go out there and just wing it. You know what I mean? It has to be a strategic reason to why you're doing something, and then afterwards we have to talk about it and make a make the best decision for the team. But um, in terms of getting creative, man, I'm nonstop trying to bounce ideas off of him, Pat, Coach Nagy. Um, all the offensive coaches to see really what what we want to get done, or if there's any way I can tweak things to make it easier on the quarterback or make it easier on us. Oh yeah. <laughs> Have I? Have I? I've already went through about ten boxes. Um, I'm a big Frosted Flakes guy, and this is uh, this is the Kelsey Crunch version of it for sure. Uh, and I think it has a little bit more sugar, but don't ask me. Um, <laughs> It's uh, you can get over at Hy-Vee, and of course, all the a lot of the proceeds or some of the proceeds go to 87 to run in my foundation, which helps out in the inner city youth out here in Kansas City and up in Cleveland in my hometown. And um, yeah, so hopefully uh, we can get Kansas City on board and uh, raise some funds here for my foundation. Better than that stuff Pat was selling a couple years. Listen, it, it might not have any magic in it, but it's pretty good. Just <laughs> <laughs> that first drive on Saturday, uh, Travis. You guys spread it around, have a pretty efficient. Hey, Baco. I mean, yeah, there's always things to learn from, things to, you know, tweak. Um, I know specifically there was a there was a block in a certain route that I needed to, you know, clean up and get better at. Um, but that's that's football, right? That's every single week you're going to find something you need to get better at. 
and just to never uh, get you know satisfied with what you've been been able to put on film and keep trying to find ways to impress the guys around you or be there for the guys around you. Um, but it's a good starting point. Um, I know we felt good as an offense. We just got to, you know, it's one thing to just go out there and do one drive, man. It's another thing to get five, six, seven drives where you're actually putting up points, and that's where you become great, man. Thanks, man. Thanks, All right, man. guys. Have a good one. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, it felt great to be in the first preseason game, you know, from a kid uh, just waiting uh, all his life to go- be in an uh, NFL game to actually play in one for my first time ever going to an NFL game. To be in it felt, you know, great, and that's what I always had the mindset to do, and, you know, it was a dream come true. I finally did it. Do you mind sharing when you watch the film, like, what, what's your breakdown of it? What do you think you did well? What do you think you were like, man, I need to do better today? Um, you know, just trusting it more and being a little bit more patient uh, on my runs and, you know, just – Getting that, getting my feet wet out there, uh, you know, getting more plays in is probably going to help me in the longer run, and you know, just being more confident. I think NFL Network picked up the game, so it's not nationally. Just how many texts, messages, and calls did you maybe get after seeing when you were able to? Um, you know, just family, mom and dad called me after the game. Text message from you know the guys, uh, my head coaches, and the people that uh, was around me during the process, and um, you know, I was grateful for those people uh, giving me feedback, but. You know, I was excited to, to get on the plane and see what uh, the film looked like. We often hear about the speed of the game for young players. Did games seem faster to you than the college game? Um, it technically, it really didn't. I don't know why, but it, I just felt like it didn't. I felt like I was more confident in the scheme, knowing who I had on which play, and being able to execute at a fast pace was something that um, I worked on out here at practice for in the game. It came, you know, more a little easier. Where you, where you broke the tackle down near, near the goal line. I feel like that play shows what, what you have, and was that maybe the highlight play for you? Um, definitely, you know, uh, the balance point uh, was definitely good there. Uh, and catching the ball, you know, focus, it didn't matter what uh, I did after the play, it was catching the ball first for me, and then getting what I can after. So, you know, when there's opportunities come, just, you know, take advantage of them. Isaiah, correct me if I'm wrong, you 
Well, you could have gone back to Rutgers for one more year. Yes, sir, one there. more year. So what told you you were ready for the NFL? What what, what do you rely on to, to make that call? Um, I relied on me and my parents and uh, Coach Yano, uh You know, we sat down and talked, and uh, I was ready. I was ready to get out here and go to work. And, you know, I believed in my agents, uh, Neil and Sandy uh, Cornelio. And, you know, I came with the mindset of uh, being ready to play uh, and going out and execute whatever the coaches want me to do. Coach, we talked about, you know, throwing you young guys out there and making sure that the lights aren't too bright for you guys. Just where does that confidence that you got come from? Um, from Coach Chiano, I say from Family Trust Top, you know, that mental toughness and perseverance and uh, being able to focus on all four quarters of the game is, is very hard to do. And if you could do it at an intense level, um, I'll say, you know, everything will fall in place. You mentioned you looked at the film of your handful What were some of the takeaways that you saw that you might want to do better now in the second game? Um, like I said before, being a little bit more patient, um, trusting the whole and, you know, being more confident. Um, it's having fun at the end, at the end of the day, have fun. It's one thing to dream of being at camp with the team, playing at a game. It's another thing to do. Um, I'm, you know, I'm truly blessed to be here uh, for the grace of God. And, you know, just every day I come out here with the same mentality, uh, you know, give 110% and whatever I got to do to make the team, to do whatever coach wants me to do, I'm, I'm going to do it. And, you know, just have faith. It's maybe not Patrick Mahomes level hype train, but the fans seem to have a lot of buzz about, about you and your performance so far in training camp and in the game. Are you aware of that, and, and how do you how does that make you feel? No, nah, I don't really go on the media as much when it comes to you know guys talking and this and that. You know, I just come out here uh, with the same mindset and ready to put my uh, my uh, film on. You know, come out here and practice so they can see it on film. And film don't lie. At the end of the day, you know, put it on and go out here and, and see me guys working hard. I'm excited to do it in front of the Chiefs fans, though. Definitely, I'm really excited. Uh, said it's crazy. There's a lot of fans there, so. For me to be out there with a lot of fans, it, it's going to bring a lot more juice to me as well. You didn't do a lot of kick returning in college. So what about that role do you feel like it's led you to have success so far in camp? And just what was it like for the first time to do it? You know, it felt good being out there, you know, just being patient and waiting on the ball to drop, to, to see it through, like the catch, and most importantly, catching the ball first and then getting what I could get after. It was a deep kick, so, you know, the coach said we're bringing everything out, so I'm bringing that thing out. You kick it deep, so. Yeah, a lot, a lot of times uh, rookies don't get the respect from the veterans. Uh, we see, you know, you're getting a lot of respect from guys like Patrick and, and Travis calling you Paco. Uh, what, what's, that, what's that feeling like? Um, it's cool, you know, to see guys I watched on TV. You know, they'd be real uh, men at the end of the day. When I came here, they tra- treated me as a, a little brother. And, you know, just, you know, being a guy that looked to veterans, uh, you know, for advice and, you know, what's – get a routine going on. You know, I'm just looking at those type of guys that, that's been in the game for a while, you know, pick their brains a little bit, and, you know, they be honest with me, and that's what I love about it here. Thank you. It's still morning? Good morning. Can you describe what it was like the first couple practices here at training camp and basically how you felt Okay, so when I first got here, I was like, wow, I'm really here. Like, I'm in the league. It was surreal because, you know, it's always been a dream. Then the first preseason game, just looking in the crowd, then the national anthem going on, kind of came back again. It's like, wow, I'm really about to play my first game. But um, 
after the first play, I was, I was good. I was like, this is what I do. I deserve to be here. I work for it. Now let's just play ball. You mentioned yeah. when you were shot still injured uh, last week. You got a handful of practices working with the Tazi. Just what did that mean for your growth? What did you learn about yourself during those looks? Um, that I'm capable. And um, like I said, I deserve to be here. But it's all just a blessing. I um, thank God to even be, you know, able to still play football. A lot of people's dreams got cut cut short after college. So I'm just blessed. As a follow-up question there, I mean, obviously running with the ones two weeks in the camp, how surprised are you that you were able to get all this so fast? I mean, Spagnuolo's scheme is it's complicated but for you to grasp it so quickly. Um, that's just a huge shout-out to the vets. Um, they're doing a great job, you know, coaching up us younger players. We got a huge, um, you know, group of DBs, rookie DBs, um, big draft class. But they're just so open to helping us. Anytime we have a question, we could just pull them to the side, and that, they're always there to help us. Um, I'm one of the most outgoing DBs, so whoever, whoever I'm around, I just talk to, and all of them pretty much are there to help. Um, I talked to um, LJ probably the most because he's my locker mate. And um, I was just trying to pick his brain, seeing how he um, – because he's a fast thinker, see how he thinks about things and um, just a lot of schematics. And I would probably talk to LJ the most, but all the vets pretty much help. What do you think in terms of tackling in a game versus just showing your ability to perform? Uh, I try to do it all. I try to um, – once I get on the field, it's just extreme effort, extri- like maximum effort. I'm trying to do whatever I can to help the team. And um, I used to play um, defensive end growing up, and it was nothing but hitting. So I think that's where I get it from. What did you notice about NFL game speed? Was it different, or what it different than your expectation, or? Um, the players are a lot faster, but the pace is slower, if that makes sense. So college, you'll get a lot of, like, no huddle teams and um, trying to get you tired. I think NFL is more skilled in um, schematics. Um, players are a lot faster and bigger, though, for sure. So it looked like in the red zone you might have had a pick that didn't get deflected. Could you take me to that one? <laughs> yeah, it was Rose, man. Um Man, I wish I could um, just he get his hand out the way. But um, <laughs> I can't blame him for making a play on the ball. But, yeah, um, it was a slant. I was playing inside leverage. I kind of figured it was going to be a slant because um, two was on the ball and one was off. So that's usually indicating that it's going to be a slant from one. And, um, yeah, I broke on it, and it just got tipped. Through your mind, like you had a little reaction right after that. I was like, "Oh goodness!" I I wanted it, but um, you know, you can't blame your teammates for making plays on the ball. Coach Merritt said uh, having all of you rookies was like Christmas morning. He's got this group. He called you the Fab Five. Yeah. And he said you guys were too young to know what the Fab Five was. No. But um, <laughs> you guys, as, as a group together, you guys feel like you've got a little something going, a little synergy with that group of guys. And what's it like to be? You mentioned the veterans, but you got this group going through the same thing, all you youngsters. Yep. Um, me and the rookies, Fat Five, I guess we could call it now since it got out. Um, we're super close, um, all five of us. We're just blessed to be here. We come in every day and work hard and um, 
just try to stack the days, get better. Um, we go about the approach, you either get better or you're getting worse. So, you know, we're coming in hungry um, and just trying to do our best to make this team. So since y'all are familiar with who the Fab Five are, so, so who are you? Are you Chris Weber or Jawan Howard? How, how do y'all distinguish among the group? Who's who? We're just the Fab Five. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Yeah, I um I missed that tackle. Um, I want to show I can make open field tackles. I want to continue to get better in my um, man in zone, so that I'm a fast thinker on the field as well. Last one. Yeah, Jalen, I think how can you show you run support too? How can you improve at that? Don't miss tackles. Thank you, Joe. Yeah. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate you might be able to do your thing better on Wix Studio, a web platform with everything you need to deliver bespoke sites hyper-efficiently. Design teams get a ton of smart features that can take the grind out of web creation without it costing per-pixel control. Dev teams, you get a zero-setup, developer-first environment combined with an AI code assistant and your preferred IDE for rapid deployment. Search Wix Studio today to explore the full range of features. Support for this podcast came from SAS. Data is everything. And now everything is data, which means more to process, more to analyze. And now more than ever, speed to answers matters. So how do you produce those answers as fast as the world produces data? With SAS VIA, the quickest way from a billion points of data to a point of view. It's a more productive data and AI platform that helps you get more done. Learn more today at sas.com slash V-I-Y-A.